Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic so you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and, uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. Greetings, Career Superstars. How are you doing today? I hope you are making it a fantastic day. And I said that very intentionally because you do have the option of making it a fantastic day. Your days don't happen to you. You happen to your days. And you don't want to be at the effect of your days. You want to affect your days and the, the way that you experience your life. So I hope that you're making it a great day. Today I want to talk about articulating your brand on LinkedIn. So I am considered a LinkedIn expert. I play on LinkedIn a lot. I have... 4,300 connections or so. And I have taught LinkedIn um, internationally um, in, in various venues and love LinkedIn for the tool that it is as, a, as an amazing networking tool. But here's what I see. For most people, their LinkedIn profile is nothing more than a cut and paste of their resume. LinkedIn should not be a cut and paste of your resume. Hopefully I've made that point perfectly clear. Your resume is considered a legal business document. So it's, it's legally binding. You know, if you say you have a degree in something, you know, you have to have that degree or it's, it's grounds for termination. So it, it tends to be written in pretty formal language. Now that, that depends a little bit. There's some variety there depending on your job function and your industry. But by and large, the, the resume should be a legal document using business language. The correct approach for your resume in terms of the verbiage is first person without personal pronouns. So in other words, you don't use the word I or we or they or those kinds of things, but at the same time, you write it like that. The LinkedIn profile is written with the first person. I see a lot of folks whose LinkedIn profile is written third person, like they didn't write it, and it may be that they didn't write, but even when I write LinkedIn profiles for my clients, and I've written about a thousand of them, I don't write them in third person because it's not conversational, and that's what LinkedIn wants your profile to be. LinkedIn says that your profile should read like you're having a conversation with the reader across the table, and obviously we don't speak about ourselves in third person, so you wouldn't have that kind of a conversation. So, your LinkedIn profile still is a business conversation, but it should be less formal than your resume, more conversational. 
So I have five specific places that I want to talk about where you can really articulate your brand within your LinkedIn profile. Now, I've done some previous podcasts on branding, so if you're unclear on personal branding, I would suggest that you go back to one of those podcasts and have a listen um, to get more specific information about how to brand yourself. So I'm going to kind of take it from there as to how you can incorporate that brand into your LinkedIn profile. And the first place is in your heading. So the heading is the you have 120 characters that goes underneath your name up at the top of your profile. And what most people do with that is they simply put their job title and maybe the name of their company. So business development director XYZ company and that's the end of it. And that's a huge waste not only of the characters that are available to you but the opportunity to present your brand. So I want you to also include your value add. So I recommend that for most people, particularly I'm working typically with people who are looking to job change, so there's no benefit in having their current company name in there for most people. Job title or their aspirational job title, if they're looking for a step up, we might take that and elevate that job title. And then we want to think about their value add. So what are they going to be bringing to the table in this role? So here are some examples of headings that I've written for my clients. B2B business development, managing complex sales cycles, winning significant accounts, and catapulting top-line revenue. If that sounds like a lot for 120 characters, it's amazing how much you can fit into 120 characters. Now, in that case, I used a couple of ampersands so that I could save, I can save two characters every time I use an ampersand rather than the word and. But notice what I did, B2B business development. So that's the kind of work that this candidate wants to do. And then the value add, managing complex sales cycles, winning significant accounts, and catapulting top line revenue. Here's another one. Senior financial executive, achieving aggressive corporate goals with financial expertise and strong leadership. This particular candidate, her brand is that she is, she is asked to do things far beyond the scope of most senior financial executives. And really, throughout the business, she's been called on to take key leadership roles. So we wanted to include that strong leadership into her heading. So again, that one was senior financial executive, and then I use a bar. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's a, a vertical bar between that. So senior financial executive bar, achieving aggressive corporate goals with financial expertise and strong leadership. And here's another one. Creative marketing director bar, delivering exceptional quality and innovative concepts within tight deadlines and budgets. Her brand, part of her brand is that she's very good with budget, with budgets and with deadlines. And oftentimes creative types are kind of not. <laughs> so that was part of the brand that we wanted to incorporate in there. So that one again was creative marketing director, delivering exceptional quality and innovative concepts within tight deadlines and budgets. So the next place that you can articulate your brand on LinkedIn is in your summary. So up at the top, underneath your name and uh, this heading that we just talked about, you have approximately 1,988 characters to tell your story and your brand. And this is a section that research has shown people actually read this section as opposed to skim it. They will read it, and if it's interesting, they will read it in its entirety. So you want to make this section very compelling. Now, the reason that I say you have approximately 1,988 characters is that 
LinkedIn will tell you there are 2,000 characters in there. My computer is always off <laughs> on that by about mm, 12 to 15 characters. So just so you know, when you push up close to that mark, what your, you know, if, you, if you're working in Word, what your computer says your word count, your character count is, and what LinkedIn says your character count is, may be off by a skosh. So just so you know that. All right, so here are some ex excerpts that I've um, written for, for clients, so some summaries. As a seasoned creative director, I have a strong record of delivering exceptional quality and innovative concepts within tight deadlines and budgets. Now, notice that's reinforcing that heading that I read to you a moment ago. My secret sauce is my ability to bring strong business acumen to the creative process, coupled with the ability to understand how the creative process fits into the organization's overall business strategy. Here's another one. One of my greatest strengths is, lies in my ability to balance organizational development efforts with the company's strategic growth goals. I've been highly successful in designing performance incentives, compiling health benefits, and structuring deferred compensation plans to attract top-notch talent, as well as constructing training and performance management programs to retain that talent. That one was from an HR professional, as you can imagine. Here's a marketing example. With every marketing project I tackle, I combine creative thinking and analysis-driven planning. I take an integrated approach to marketing that combines all the elements of traditional social event and customer touchpoint marketing. Here's another one. As an accomplished business developer, I have a record of significant sales achievements across multiple industries, including B2B payments, financial services, telecommunications, media, business products, and renewable energy. So for that particular individual, we really wanted to show the breadth. She's been successful as a business developer, no matter what you put her into, she's going to be successful. That was the, really the message there. Here's another one. I am known as a consummate professional with the tenacity and organizational skills to provide clients with superior service and make sure sales objectives are attained. I incorporate my creativity, entrepreneurial drive, and exceptional people leadership skills into the programs and projects I manage. Here's another example. With extensive experience presenting to C-suite executives, I possess the poise, professionalism, and business acumen to build and sustain mutually beneficial business relationships. All right, so those are that's your summary. And again, that's that section up at the top that people will likely read in its entirety if it is a compelling message. Next, here, where else you can put your brand into your LinkedIn profile, and that is in your professional experience section. So we go down a little bit further, and this is where you have your jobs. And what I see for many people is it's either nothing is there but the name of the company and the job title and the dates. So there's no content at all, which really harms you from an SEO perspective, or it is just that cut and paste of the resume again. But this section needs to be distinctly different from your summary, but it should mesh with it, right? So for example, if you mention an accomplishment in your summary, then the reader should be able to find the specifics about that accomplishment down in whichever job it fits with. So again, first person is the rule here, so it should be written in first person using personal pronouns. Um, as with your resume, I want you to separate out your job duties, which are important for SEO purposes, from your achievements, which you then bullet. 
So I want to begin by, typically I'll tell them a little bit of background, like I might tell them about what kind of company it is, I might tell them what I was recruited to do, like what problem I was recruited to solve, and I might kind of give them a big picture of the overall impact I've had with the company. Then I'm going to get into their specific job description because again, I want it to, I want this uh, profile to be effective for SEO purposes. And then I'm going to have some bulleted accomplishments. If you've had a bunch of different positions with similar job duties, then I want you to try to shake things up so each job description doesn't look like a cut and paste. So even if your job duties were identical, maybe use some of those job duties for each of the different positions or write them in different ways or something so that it isn't exactly the same. Here are some examples of some job descriptions. So this is the job duties part of your professional experience that I've written. As creative marketing director, I conceived and executed online, print, and social campaign creative strategies for multiple businesses. In addition to serving as brand ambassador, I also drove creative strategy and execution of print and online versions of the digital marketing report, an in-depth marketing data and trends report that served as the company's marketing funnel. I spearheaded the landing pages of the digital version, marketing emails, and social promotions. Here's another one. I was recruited to introduce the company's new line of wireless connectivity and collaboration products, including defining the value proposition, creating marketing collateral, developing a sales strategy, training the sales reps and their supporting channel, opening cross-channel opportunities to widen the company's reach, and facilitating business development efforts. So here are a couple examples of achievements. So this is what I recommend that you bullets, just like on your resume. I want you to separate out the, the job duties in a paragraph from the achievements, which are in bullets. Here's one. Due to a massive buyer program rollout I oversaw and the launch of groundbreaking buyer-funded payment programs that I spearheaded, I was able to overachieve my 2013 sales target by 437%. That's impressive. My efforts brought in hundreds of millions of dollars in net new business and led to the largest BIP program in the Canadian marketplace. I'm impressed. The marketing promotional plan I developed featured a three-tiered approach that covered channel partners, internal sales support, and new customer acquisition. It has been highly effective in driving incremental revenue. And here's another one. I won eight enterprise-level contracts in just three months. This accomplishment is particularly noteworthy in light of the fact that the rest of Canada only wrote three contracts in 12 months. Wow, I did more than the whole rest of the country. I'm impressed. All right. This, the fourth place you can present your brand in your LinkedIn profile is in your picture. All right. So here are the guidelines. Number one, it needs to be a high quality picture. So that is not to say that your phone won't work. I have used a phone picture in the past, but they're not all created equal. All phone cameras aren't created equal. I have the last couple of pictures I've used have been professionally done and you can get professional quality photos for a couple of hundred bucks. It does not have to cost you a thousand dollars. Number two, it should be a headshot only. It should not be a full body. For most people, if you're in an industry where it makes sense for them to see all of you for some reason, just know that you're going to be really small because that picture is, is a fixed size. So typically, 
headshot only cropped so that they can see your face. I use the, I call it the crowded restaurant test. So here's my story. Um, a few years ago, I was meeting someone that I had not met before, never met her before, and we were meeting at a Panera, which if you're not in an area of the country where there's a Panera bread, it's a you know, kind of an upscale sandwich and salad shop bakery. And we were meeting at lunch. It was pretty crowded, and I had actually parked myself kind of near the front door so that I would be sure not to miss her. And she walked in, and she was looking everywhere, and I'm, I'm actually, you know, waving at her, and she didn't see me. And I kind of determined from that that my picture on my LinkedIn profile didn't look like me anymore. In fact, she said that to me. And so I thought, okay, it's time to get a new photo. So you want to make sure that in a crowded setting, someone could pick you out of the crowd based on the picture that you have on LinkedIn. So if it's too old, if it's not big enough, or you've just changed in some substantial way since that picture, then it's time to get a new one. Number three with your picture you want to be the only one in the picture. Um, I've actually looked at LinkedIn profiles where I couldn't tell which person was the profile was about because it was a group of people. There's no place on LinkedIn for most of you to have family members or co-workers or friends or animals in your picture. Now, if you are, I'm working with a, a client doing business coaching for a client right now who is a um, a dog behaviorist. So very appropriate for her to have a picture of her with maybe she's training. So it would be a full body, shows the dog, she's training them, very appropriate. But for most of you guys, it's not. So you need to be the only one in the picture. Number four, it should be a professional quality. So as I said, you know, you may choose to have a professional do the picture, you may do it yourself. But you need to look like a professional in the picture. You need to look like the professional that you are. And then finally, I want you to look friendly and approachable in a way that is suitable for your field. So in other words, your picture needs to look like you doing you, right? So what a, you know, a senior level marketing executive should look like at work, quote, quote unquote, should look like is very different from, you know, maybe an entry level um, art graphic designer, right? So you want to look like a professional in your field doing what you do. You look like somebody that people would want to reach out to and contact. All right, so that's your picture. And then the last place that you have an opportunity to show your brand in your LinkedIn profile, and, and I shouldn't say the last place, but the, the fifth place that I'm going to focus on is in your background photo. So LinkedIn provides this sort of constellation blue looking thing in the background, and that is automatically generated. And if you haven't changed yours, you may have noticed that other people have a different one and kind of wondered about that. One of the services that I provide for my clients when I write their LinkedIn profile, when I upload their new profile, I go in and give them some sort of background photo that is appropriate to them. So for example, what I have on my LinkedIn profile is a background photo of a woman in a business suit. She's got a briefcase in her hand and she is leaping over this big chasm toward the word job, J-O-B, and she's reaching that. And I thought that was really great. So for my clients, I've used pictures of business settings that express their kind of industry or function. So for example, I have one client who her primary job is creating, um, managing trade shows for her company. So she does all of the coordination of like, I don't know, three or four major big old deal trade shows in the whole globally every year. 
so I found a photo that was kind of a, an overhead shot of a trade show. It's not one of her trade shows, but it gave, it was very clear that it was a trade show and that was very appropriate for her. So for other clients, I've used like a design or artwork. So it hasn't been of something in particular. It's just artwork. Now, there are free pictures out there and you may have a site that you like. If you don't, the one that I use is called Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y. It's free. Now, at the top, they'll have like whatever you search on. There will be some results that come back with the Shutterstock watermark over it and those are Shutterstock pictures that cost you money. I never use the Shutterstock pictures. I only use the free ones. There's plenty. I've never had a problem finding what I was looking for on Pixabay. I know there are plenty of other sites but that's one that's just worked for me. So what you really want is a picture of something or some design or something that speaks to your brand. So Think about what that might be. Maybe go on there, search around. And the other thing I will say to you about the background photos is that they don't all work. And it has to do with how LinkedIn crops the photo because of the size. And then secondly, the placement of the things in the photo, right? So what's going to come up right in the middle of that photo is that kind of oval that has your photo in it, your picture of you. And so there have been some backgrounds that I really liked, but when they were put into the sort of frame of LinkedIn, it didn't work. The color, it was just wrong, right? It made, it can look like somebody has something growing up out of their head or maybe one of the design elements, like if it's something with words in it and if the word is partially obscured by the back of your photo, you know, it's like behind your photo, then that's not gonna work. So what I typically do when I'm working for my clients is I find three photos that I like and I download those and then I put each one of them into LinkedIn to see which one I like best. So let me give you a summary of those five areas again. So number one, you have 120 characters in your heading to express not just the job title that you're seeking or that you currently have, but also what is the value that you bring to an employer. Number two, you have about 1,988 characters in your summary to tell your story in a compelling way, kind of give them a flavor of who you are. And by the way, I will also include at the bottom of the summary, usually it's one or two sentences, a little something personal. So I ask them, you know, give me some tidbits about you that you would be willing to share in a public forum. So I might hear about travel, I might hear about their pets or their kids or whatever, and I will take that information and decide kind of how best to use it. But typically that very last sentence of their LinkedIn profile, I'll say, hey, when I'm not working, I am passionate about rock climbing and have traveled to 14 countries to climb, you know, whatever. So just a little bit of information. And my clients tell me that oftentimes when someone reaches out to them, it's that little tidbit of information that gets commented on. So I think it, it carries a lot of weight for, for taking up very little of your space. Number three, you have an opportunity in your professional experience section to present your brand. This should not be a cut and paste of your resume, should still be written in first person, and it's a chance for you to tell them, first of all, what were your job duties, what was the substance of your day-to-day -day job, and then secondly, three or four bulleted accomplishments, preferably with some metrics around it, to tell about how well you did the job. The fourth place that you have an opportunity to show your brand is in your picture. So this is the photo of you, should be very professional, typically just a headshot. 
and it needs to be fairly current. So my rule of thumb is kind of two years is about as much as you want to go without updating that photo. And then finally in your background photo, which goes behind your picture up at the top, LinkedIn puts in that kind of default blue, looks like a constellation maybe, and I want you to change that into something that really speaks to your brand. Pixabay is the site that I use for free artwork, but you may have something else that you like. Um, but play around with that and find one that, that speaks to your brand and that also works within the space. So it kind of, it needs to be a fairly long picture as opposed to it can't be very tall. And, you know, when you put it into LinkedIn, does the picture work for you? And does it make sense in the um, limitations of LinkedIn? So I hope that these have given you some ideas about how you can personalize your LinkedIn profile. As always, I want to be your career coach. So if you have questions about LinkedIn or about any other aspect of career management or your job search, please write me a comment or a question in the line. You can also email me at lisa, that's L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com. I hope that you'll rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, and I will see you next week. Toodles. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.